Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're now on Red Circle as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Also on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like and subscribe. We're now within 150 of 20,000. So if you're not there yet, make sure you get there. Also, FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out. We do not have a paywall for any of our written content. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. You can find this one at c-armandstaffing.com. That's c-armandstaffing.com. It's called Mobile C-Arm and Staffing Services. What do they do? Well, what they do is they offer C-Arm services um, to hospitals, surgery centers, chiropractic officers, excuse me, chiropractic offices and pain management offices. They also have cadaver lab courses where the medical device companies set up a lab to showcase their products to surgeons who may not have used them before. So here's everything they service. Office-based procedures, pain management offices, chiropractic offices, and cadaver courses. Reach out to our guy Nelson. He's a big fan of the podcast here. Big Miami Heat fan. You can find him at c-armandstaffing.com. They've got a form there that you can fill out. He'll get right back to you or give a call to 561-891-9620. That's 561-891-9620. Again, that's c-armandstaffing.com. And now, tonight's episode. Down to this day. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buster said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got a whole plan. Y'all see the black, stopping one hand. It's sort of the forefront for the Heat. It's probably not the cut. We're here to bring the season. Y'all can hang it up. From Marquette, we know that the Heat love Marquette players. Six foot seven, long, athletic. I was told by Max Shrews he was the single most athletic guy in the entire camp. Um, And that that includes Caleb Martin, Bam Adebayo, and others. And he's basically showed out in the first two games. So what we were trying to figure out was, okay, how do they keep this kid around, at least for now? Well, the way they decided to do that was to let Darius Days go. So Marcus Garrett still has the other two-way. We're going to get through kind of what the – we've done this a little bit on the streams, but we're going to go through kind of what the contract situations are for some of these players. Greg's going to handle that. But then what we're going to do is we're going to look at three players in particular who've showed something during these games, okay? Uh, Nikola Jovic, first-round pick, who has, I mean, been eye-opening in terms of his offensive play and some of the other things he's done. Of course, Kane, and then Haywood Highsmith, who is sort of in the best roster, well, better roster position even now uh, than Kane is, but he's a guy who, you know, we project, you know, possibly a back-end rotation role, um, you know, maybe as sort of a PJ Tucker clone, especially with Darius Days now out of the picture. So, Greg, before we get to, to where they may fit this season, if any of them actually have a chance to play significant minutes, and then also what their long term prospects are, what are their contract situations? I'll blitz through this because I think it's a lot more fun to get away from the numbers and into the basketball. But quickly, yes, uh, Nikola Jovic uh, is on his rookie deal. That's a rookie scale deal. So he's at $2.2 million for this year. Uh, you have Haywood Highsmith, who we've mentioned previously. Uh, he's at 
minimum salary, 1.75 million, uh, but it's guaranteed on January 10th of 2023. So if he is on the roster on January 20th, January 10th, excuse me, uh, right after the turn of the new year, he will have a fully guaranteed contract. They have a similar uh, guarantee for a million dollars with Drew Smith by January 10th. Um, and then the rest of the guys are on the Exhibit 10 contract. So Drew Smith, we're not going to talk about much today, but Jamal Cain uh, now is on a two-way contract. And then you have Marcus Garrett on your two-way contract. So that's kind of the the main guys that I think we should really hone in on um, and that you know we've kind of identified some of these other Exhibit 10 guys. I think it's cool to continue to watch them, but give it some time in the system in the G League before we start breaking them down on full episodes. And what the Heat have right now is kind of a young core. And, you know, that young core is led by Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero, who are kind of, you know, faces of the franchise going forward. Both have their contract extensions. Then there's the group of players that popped last year, the former two ways, uh, you know, at different times, whether it was Caleb Martin, now has the guaranteed contract, uh, multi-year contract, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, who are now playing on really cheap deals, but may become expensive here in about a year. Uh, so that's part of sort of the next group. I guess you kind of throw Armour Yurtsevin in there. We didn't know really whether to discuss him with the others today because he's a little bit further along, perhaps in terms of role uh, and expectation this year, but he was kind of the project last year. And then we were sort of figuring out, okay, who's next. And, and, you know, we talked to Haywood Highsmith. He said he wanted to be next. Darius days wanted to be next in terms of developmental project for the heat that, you know, adds to their long list of guys that are success stories. And I've said this before, the Heat have a problem because literally every agent who has a player who could have been drafted but wasn't is trying to get their guy to Miami because of the way that Miami develops these guys. But there are only so many slots. And then, of course, Udonis Haslam takes a slot here, too, and they didn't want to go over uh, the luxury tax. So you're really talking about two slots that they couldn't bring in uh, young players necessarily for that group. So they have to use these two ways. And then, of course, you get a certain number of games. I believe, Greg, it's still 50, I believe. That is correct. Right. So, you know, you only have a certain number of games and that we were talking about how that was an issue with Caleb last year. And ultimately they fixed that issue or solved that issue. So let's go to the three guys we're going to talk about today. Okay. Now that you've, you've sort of set the stage for where they are contractually. Jovich, Kane, Highsmith. Right now, Brady, from what you've seen and what the roster looks like without a trade, which of those guys is going to get the most minutes in the first half of the season pre-trade deadline? This is interesting because I feel like there's it. This is a lot, and I'm not trying to have a cop out answer to to start this off. But I think it depends on who is the guy they're subbing in for because a lot of this I feel like is is kind of subbing in. I feel like we know who their top nine or top ten are, and if they show out, they can maybe sneak into that range. But the the way these doors open is depending on which guy goes down for a week, which guy's not playing. Certain guys can slide in, and yes, they do play the same position. Uh, generally probably playing the four uh, they just do totally different things. And I think that's why that makes this interesting. Like the looking, let's just say specifically Jovic and Highsmith, for example, are two totally different players. Like they probably don't do anything the same. And that's what makes good roster construction because you have different skill sets you can plug in to answer your question. I would have said Highsmith maybe a couple of weeks ago, but I kind of am leaning towards Jovic and wow. it may sound crazy, but the reason I say that is because uh, let's hypothetically say Jimmy's out for a week. Like he takes like three games off. 
I would personally say you'd sub Max into his spot. That's kind of the way they'll, they'll work. If we're saying Caleb is starting four, I think they slow, sub Max in and they go offense. Now you're trying to find the role of Max off the bench. And yes, you could say Dunko will play into that role, but I think he's already going to have spot minutes anyway. I think they're going to find ways in those type of slots is to just go total offense. We've figured this out over, over recent time that after losing PJ, that's the way they're going to go here. And it, maybe Haywood could provide that uh, at times as the three and D player that we expect them to become. But it just feels like at certain slots of the season, they're going to say, let's just see what Jovic can do. Because he's shown this, I think, uh, part of the stuff he could do, we can talk about kind of it, his kind of blueprint in general. But something that's really stood out to me is Heisman knows this system because he's been here for so long. Jovic already knows the system. Like, it it's, hasn't even played a regular season game. And he knows the system very well. Because you see him out there immediately when he comes in. We are talking about this post game the other night, how he's passing, screening away, running sets for this team. He knows where to be defensively which is something I'll add in that I didn't expect heading in. I had question marks. I think everybody had question marks what he was going to become defensively. Uh, and he's not a defensive stopper, but he knows where to be off the ball. There was that one play where they trapped him in the corner. They Ben Simmons, he made the pass. He hit the passing lane like Jimmy. And he ends up going the other direction for a dunk. Like that's stuff you don't expect. So uh, personally, I think that's kind of the direction they end up going at slots of the season. And for my benefit of just watching wise, I want to see him next to Bam. Like, I really do, because I think their skill sets match. Like, I really do. Like, a guy that can play the perimeter and create off the dribble, make passes. Uh, two guys that like to run the floor, but in totally different ways. Like, one guy that likes to sprint down the floor to finish. The other guy that likes to play, make, and get out in the break. Like, I think it's Jovic just for those type of reasons. And, like I said, put him on the floor with Bam. Let's see what can happen. Let's, let's see it tomorrow. Like, why not? Perfect four next to Bam. We've heard that a lot. I actually saw people, somebody on Twitter was saying the perfect Bam next to four was Precious uh, Chua, uh, which, you know, of course they had. So, you know, he turned into a different player. We went to Toronto. But again, for the, for the now, and after the break, we'll get into the later, right? So, like, for the now, Greg, it feels to me like if you just want a guy that you kind of know what you're going to get, I feel like Haysmith is a uh, Highsmith is the guy, right? Like, right. You, yeah. you, you, right. He's just, he's yeah. like a plug and play, you know, heat type player. Exactly. Kane has upside though. Like it, it feels like there's more there and he's applying it quicker. I think than maybe even they anticipated, I knew they liked him coming into camp and obviously they like the pedigree. They're very comfortable with players from that program, even though the coaching staff has changed over the years. Um, I, I, I just, I, I, but I, but Jovic is the long-term play, right? So it, it's, but you can't, you can't play all of them. There's no way that all three of them are going to have rotation roles. I mean, we're already, you know, looking at a really crowded situation. So it, for you, is it, is it Jovic now? Is it flipped to that? Because I, I feel like Eric might just say, okay, if, if Caleb's out, you play Highsmith. Okay. If Jimmy's out, maybe you, you know, you, you play Highsmith too. Okay. Because you, you just, again, need a guy who can maybe box out a little bit and do some of the dirty work things. We'll see. Um, you're right in theory, but here's the thing about NBA seasons that we're learning more and more is that you need every single warm body that you can find because of the way that the seasons are, the way that guys take nights off for, uh, preservation of health and rest uh you saw oladipo there were quotes out there um circulating about him having to save himself from himself they probably will have to do that with a few other guys throughout the season so i think everyone will get an opportunity that's the cool thing but to your larger point 
when they do start to trim things down and you're talking about guys that could potentially get, get spot minutes in big games or, uh, you know, if everyone is healthy, who could potentially break through? Obviously, the fun answer is Jamal Kane or Nikola Jovic because of the implications of a young player <clears throat> coming in and making that kind of jump. But I agree with you. They're going to lean on Haywood Highsmith. I think that they uh, have a clear spot that they can put him in amongst the players they already have and figure it out. So it's the low risk move. I like Brady going with the the big upside Jovic bam front court is figured out for the next decade scenario. Cause I think we may get there, but for this next season, Haywood Highsmith is the guy that I think Spo may trust most. All right. After the break, we will get into the future. You mentioned that and all three of us will kind of identify where that's going. I think we all kind of know who has the highest upside of the three, um, but who's most likely to be here and, and which kind of players would they fit with before we do I want to tell you about a couple of great sponsors in the five reasons sports network and our codes essentially. Okay. Prize picks use the code five F I V E get your initial deposit matched up to hundred dollars. That's our fantasy partner F I V E it's free money. As our guy Alfredo Arteaga was saying on the dolphins pregame today, it's not like you have to do 12 rollovers with this thing. They're literally handing you money. Go to prize picks on the Google play store, the app store, prizepicks.com. Use the code five F I V E better edge, better edge.com. Use the code five RSN there. That is our gambling partner, but it's legal gambling in the state of Florida and 44 other States. Cause it's peer to peer. You're betting against others, not against the book. We run tournaments out of there. Go to better edge with an O better edge.com. Use the code five RSN and use that same code for therapist preferred. 25% off all CBD. That's premium CBD, the tincture, the sports cream, the gummies for recovery and sleep, therapistpreferred.com and manscaped.com for all of your grooming products. Again, use the code 5RSN for 20% off for the cologne, the deodorant, the razors, and more. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right. So let's get to the future because I, I mean, I think all of us would say Jovic has the highest potential, right? I mean, we're saying he hasn't graduated high school yet. I mean, so, right? I mean, you think I, I, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, he's younger, he's younger. He reads the floor like a vet at this point, um, offensively at least. And I, I mean, we know, I mean, just, he plays like a guard and he's building into his body. They have a first round investment in him. Uh, we had all talked about maybe them throwing him into a trade. I don't think that is happening now. I mean, he's a player. I think that other teams would identify as somebody they want to poach for Miami. We're all in agreement, right? Highest upside of these three guys is Jovic. Yeah, upside. Yeah. But I think the question you threw up before about like, who's most likely to be here looking upside wise. Like I'm going with Jamal Kane if that's the question, because We've seen this development of two-way contracts of where they go every single time. Like it ends up being that they end up being a long-term thing because you get this many, this long with them, then all of a sudden the conversion process, now they're on the regular roster. So it just feels more likely there. If we're talking basketball-wise potential, yes, it's Jovic. But I just feel like Kane contractually makes more sense. And I'll just say like you hit on it, Ethan, when you said about him picking up on stuff fast, like – 
that speaks to this even more where I think about the future. Like if he's picking st- up on stuff like this quickly and it's, what is even the team? Like two weeks maybe throughout the, since, since the start of training camp. Now you have somebody that's working in. And I, I keep thinking of that video because I feel like we should have, we, it meant nothing at the time, but when you look back at it, when Bam's walking out of the game, uh, I think it was in Brooklyn and he's talking about Jamal Kane and hyping him up and saying, this is a guy that's going to be in the league for a long time. Like we probably should have listened because like, Guys like that, when they embrace a young guy like that that's on the Exhibit 10, that probably means they're going to stick, and they probably will be there for a while. So uh, I'm just interested to see the stuff he could do because it's funny because we think about – we kept talking about replacing PJ. Like, how are they going to replace mm-hmm. PJ? But it feels like they're, Darius Days would be replacing PJ. That's, yeah. that's the way you go. It feels like now they're replacing, like, the anti-PJ. Like, they're going in the total opposite direction mm-hmm. to say, we're going to go – like, we keep saying offense, but also – we're not going for the guy that limits you and can get be a good box-out guy and play under the rib. We're going to get a guy that can run the floor like no other, can stretch the floor at times, can defend multiple positions, but in a lengthier way. Like, I feel like this is a sign of the direction they're going, even though it's just one conversion from exhibit 10 to a 10 for a two-way. Well, two well, I'll start there. I, I do think that that is the way they're going. I mean, when I spoke to them in the offseason, it's not that they didn't want P.J., it's that once it was clear that P.J. wasn't staying, they were kind of like, well – we were limited offensively in the playoffs. Um, He was really only in one spot. And so we're going to look at some different ways to do things. I keep saying this, you know, when I had, you know, sort of private conversations with Eric Spolster in the Bahamas, he loves this roster and, and he loves the roster because I think of the flexibility and the versatility and kind of that there are a lot of different ways he can go depending on who pops first. Okay. And so I think that's, that's sort of where we're at. So I think you have it on, as far as the video, it's not just that Bam embraced him. It, in the video, it, Jamal Kane put his arm around him and said he's going to be in the league in a long time. It's the fact that the Heat posted it. Like, there's always a sign to that because there's yeah. not that they don't they don't. I mean, I know the people that run the Heat accounts, but but they don't do a lot unless they have autonomy to a certain degree. But they don't do a lot unless they're being told that this guy uh, has a real chance. You know who I go back to and I think of is Kendrick Nunn. A couple of years ago, they they were doing a lot of promotion of Kendrick Nunn uh, before what turned out to be his rookie season with the Heat. Whatever's happened to Kendrick first. Remember, the first five games of the season, he was doing like Dwayne Wade-like things in terms of uh, as a rookie for the Heat. So, you know, it's it, you can tell then, and and I think when we have Eric Reed on the podcast, which we always do before every season, and he sort of talked about Kendrick Nunn like in training camp that year, and then we saw – I feel like this happening with Jamal Cain right now. And this gets to the point, which many have had, including our good friend Harry, I always like to mention him, uh, that – the Heat just find these guys. Like, you don't pay them because you find them, and this is going to be a conversation we have about Gabe Vincent and Max Struess in about a year, I think, also. Uh, but, Greg, I'll, I'll go to you on it. I mean, long-term upside, let, let's look at the other two guys then, Kane and Highsmith. Um, I, I feel like Kane is a higher upside player, is he not? Oh, my gosh, yes. Like, I can't emphasize enough how much more a high upside in it. Some of it is physical gifts. And it's a degree of timing that I, and granted, I'm not going to act like I've watched a ton of Jamal Kane uh, other than some YouTube stuff. I did go down a few YouTube rabbit holes to try to really catch up on just not like a pre-draft profile type video. There's some other stuff floating around. That's good. Other than that though, it's been what he's done in a heat Jersey. And I have to say like some of the athletic stuff that he does, his timing, um, his motor, uh, which are some cliche phrases, but frankly, like these are the types of things that they look for when they develop a guy. And 
for him to already be, I think he's 22 or 23 years old. So he's going to have a degree of maturity. He lucked out with the, and I'm going to say lucked out and it's kind of in a weird sense with the pandemic, he played four years at Marquette and then got to go play a fifth season elsewhere. If I remember, or maybe it's, it's, no, that's true. That's true. It was the fifth season in Oakland, I believe. Correct. Exactly. So yeah. he's he's been seasoned even further in an organized basketball atmosphere at a relatively high level. You know, uh, Oakland isn't Marquette, but it's still a great program. Who else, Greg, who else did they have from Oakland? They had somebody recently from Oakland, did they not? I, I, I know. This was somebody that someone. someone oh, it was Kendrick. It was Kendrick Nunn. After Ken, wasn't it? After Kendrick had the issues in Illinois, he went and played at Oakland. I'll, I'll look it up, but that's I think that's why it strikes me a little bit. That could be it. Yeah, I hope that it ends differently because I think he can have a real great role as a role. Like Kendrick was Kendrick Nunn, and we let's not spend a lot of time on Kendrick Nunn, but he was ball dominant. And I think with this team, if they have a guy who can score 15 points and only take two dribbles, as someone pointed out, I forgot if it was the broadcaster on Twitter. Shout out to whoever did that. That's cool stuff. Um, I think that he just has the ability to do a lot more for this team, plug holes that um, that Haywood Highsmith just has a ceiling to the holes that he's going to plug. So to me, I am hyped for Jamal Kane action. I hope we get a ton of it the next two preseason games. By the way, my memory was right. Uh, Kendrick Nunn uh, was in Illinois through 16, and then he played at Oakland 17 and 18. Uh, uh, different years than then because he's older. He's conservative. But there is some similarity here. Kendrick came to Miami as kind of an older rookie. Um, remember, he bounced around for a little bit. Kane comes as an older rookie. I mean, he's with no baggage. With no baggage, that's true. But also, I, I don't want I don't want to do, but I but I don't want to do a revisionist history on Kendrick Nunn now. Kendrick Nunn was first team all rookie. Okay, like that's true. Uh, that I mean, season, I, he was good. I mean, I understand that they perhaps made the right decision not to pay him, and we all know what happened in the bubble and and all the rest of this, and it kind of collapsed. But he was a find for them. Like, let's let's no mistake, he was starting next to Jimmy Butler, okay, as a rookie. So, I mean, ahead of Tyler Hero, but uh, but let's let's close here because you know we just expect the Heat to develop these guys, and and I, I just want to say one thing: I don't know how they've held on Adam Simon. I I I, I want to know what. I, I don't know. I don't know what the trick is there. I mean, Adam's got the ridiculous mustache now, and I would say that to his face. But like, I, I just, I don't understand how he's still here, honestly. Because if you look at this stuff, this and this is a family thing, Ethan. This is about family. Well, I get it, and he likes living in Miami, <laughs> and I understand that. Okay, and and I, I get it. Trust me. Um, but I, I just, I'm just saying, like, it, it's sort of weird that he's not running an organization right now. Because, and I'm not saying he's responsible for all three. I know he's responsible. I'm going to pronounce it correctly at some point. For Jovic, 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 I can't do it. I just did it worse. You know what I'm talking about, the rookie. Okay. I know he's largely responsible for him. Okay. I'll, I will, we will try to dive into Kane and Highsmith in particular, but it's basically him and Chet Kammerer and a little bit of Keith Askins and some others who have been part of this thing. But like, I'm just saying, like, it's remarkable. I mean, a guy like Jamal Cain is out there for anybody. And 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 this is a good roster. Like, this is not this is not a roster where, like, it's like Sacramento, where, like, you pop, like, Casey Akpala is starting, okay, and you pop in a game. And here's the other thing about this. Casey Akpala is the one time. I, can I say this, Greg? Yeah, you should. You really should, because it's an Adam Simon podcast. 
I mean, Casey Akpala, I'm not, I, Adam didn't tell me this. I'm just saying this is just kind of known information. The guy who liked Casey Akpala the most was Pat Riley. That wasn't a scouting. That wasn't a scouting find. That was Pat really liked him. And I'm not saying that it couldn't have worked or that Casey won't become a player, but it, it didn't work. And I just, I, it's just remarkable to me. I'm not trying to pit people in the organization against each other. Of it's course just, not. This is lighthearted talk. It's, sure. But it's just, it's, I don't know how he's not running an organization right now. I just, I don't. So somebody's got to explain to me. We can't lose him. Shh, he's getting free Uber Eats or something like that. Hopefully it's not a salary cap violation. All right. Um, that's it. Brady, Greg, I, I'm going to stop talking. Uh, we've got a game on Monday night. So check us out on five live on the floor. That is our new a product that goes from the YouTube channel to stream. So you can, you can talk to us directly. We're actually taking questions post game. As soon as the game ends at the buzzer, we do less than 30 minutes or we're going to try. And then as soon as it's done, it gets sent to the podcast feed, but you may want to catch it live because the sound quality is a little better. It's live and you can ask us questions and all that. So make sure you subscribe to, uh, to the YouTube channel. That's what we're doing this year. There's not separate crews for, for YouTube and the podcast. It's it's like we go podcast to YouTube on the off days. We go YouTube to podcast on the game night. So Greg's likely to be hosting that one, Brady and Alex, and maybe myself will be at the game on Monday night and we'll provide coverage. Make sure you subscribe to off the floor as well, because we're not going to give you so much free stuff on Twitter anymore. Pay the three Oh five. Okay. It's three dollars and five cents. It's not three. It's not, it's not $305. Okay. So you, you can ante it up. Okay. And we're not raising it for inflation yet. Maybe, maybe it'll be seven, eight, six soon. All right. For Brady, for Greg, Alex will be back this week. Have a good Nine, night. Five, four. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network. Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.